This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey y'all, it's Crystal. And it's Samantha, and this is Serial Holic Sisters. True crime shit. Hey girl, hi. Hey. What'd it do? Oh, you know, just uh, nothing. Never mind. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) I know. So this week was my oldest, my oldest kiddo's eighth grade graduation ceremony, which we didn't have ceremonies. I was gonna say (laughs) we we don't we don't have that here. They have kindergarten here, and they've got you know seniors. Seniors, right? That's what I did when I was little. I had a kindergarten, and I don't even remember doing a kindergarten one. I was, I was talking little. to Sean and he's like, I'm pretty sure you're the only one of all you four of us. You literally are the only had a kindergarten one, I think. <laughs> because out of all the pictures that we, we found, you're the only one that had a kindergarten picture too. With I it. know. I had a little white cap and gown. I yeah. was so cute. Anyways. <laughs> In but fact, yes. time out. In fact, now that I think about it, Aiden and Gunnar didn't have a kindergarten graduation. They, they just started that. <laughs> I mean, my kids both had one. but Mine did not. That's crazy. But yeah, he, it was also, it was a ridiculous spectacle. So I understand that they're like, they're about to start high school. I'm about to have a heart, uh, high school. I'm about to have a heart attack is what I was going to say, because I'm going to have a high school. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so they're just like, okay, here's a ceremony to promote you to high school, whatever. But it was the most ridiculous spectacle. So they sent this thing home a few weeks back and was like, our theme, our color theme is like black, red, and gold, like dress up, no sneakers, no jeans, you know, whatever. And we sent in pictures, one baby picture and one current picture. Like it was this whole thing. Okay. So we get there and we're in our seats and they've got this huge, like, it's like an actual like high school graduation setup. Okay. They've got like balloons everywhere for them to like walk under down the aisle as they come to sit down. Like they didn't just like line up and come sit down like it was they two by two sat down like it took forever and these kids were dressed like it was the motherfucking prom ball gowns like wait what ball gowns like this one girl had a red flowing satin ball gown what (laughs) the men were like not the men the boys because they're children they're eighth graders (laughs) going into high school they were in like three-piece suits with bow ties like like your son did no, he wore khakis and a white button down. <laughs> so your son's like the only one going in. And yes. <laughs> he said when he went back there to get ready to line up, they're like, oh, do you want, do you want to wear this bow tie? And he was like, no, I am good. Thank you. Oh, I was like, rude. Who are these little well, they, were, they were like, they were like, why didn't you, why didn't you dress up more? And he's like, cause I'm not going to spend $200 on an outfit to wear for 30 minutes. Like what? Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> But yeah, it took so long. It was so, so long for no reason at all. But it was just so ridiculous to me. I was like, what is is happening? When you said that uh, you had an eighth grade graduation, I was just thinking, man, 
we don't even have a middle school anymore. So like our junior <laughs> high, uh, this is how small my town is. Our junior high and our high school are combined now. So when you get to seventh grade, you go into the high school, which it wasn't that way when we were in high school. I went to, I went to high school here and it was ninth through 12th grade. Mm-hmm. Well, now it is seventh through 12th grade. Here our kiddos. So it's elementary and middle school are together. And then mm-hmm. there's a separate high school. So he's going to the different school or whatever. When I went to school where I live, we did not just have like elementary and middle high school. So there was one school, elementary was kindergarten first. Then mm-hmm. there was a school that was second and third. Then there was a school that was fourth and fifth. Then there was middle school. And then there was high school. There was five schools. <laughs> I remember having, I grew up there where you're at, but right. yeah, I remember yeah. having that many schools and here they used to have a middle school, but mm-hmm. they don't have a middle school anymore. It's our middle school is now our preschool and kindergarten and it's a daycare. Like half of it's a daycare. Oh. And then the other half is preschool and kindergarten. Anyway. All right. So I'm waiting for your dad joke. No, I've Just decided go. I've decided I'm probably not gonna do dad jokes anymore. Um I heard that it's really inappropriate to tell dad joke if you're not a dad. It's like a huge faux pas. So get it faux pas like fake yeah no I wasn't gonna tell that one I was gonna tell (laughs) one I was gonna tell one about um two guys walked into a bar and the third guy ducked oh my god you're so stupid (laughs) I know (laughs) I'm done I'm really I'm done good god well that's your turn this week I was gonna say let's get into it okay this week is um it's not a serial killer case it is a it's a true crime murder case for sure but and it's also solved so <laughs> we know okay. who it is so this case in particular is um it's pretty gruesome so i'm just going to give all the trigger warnings now and his name is i don't know if you heard of this case but his name is Blake Libel okay and he's known as the graphic novelist like that's his killer name basically the graphic novelist mm-hmm. i think i've heard of this So it kind of, and I'm going to just kind of steer out of the case for a second. It reminds me of, um, did you, do you remember the, the show heroes? Yeah. So you remember the one guy that was like an artist and he did like heroin and, um, it's been so long, but vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. And he would draw like murder scenes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in this case, he, he, he's not a heroin addict, so it's nothing like that, but, (laughs) um, but the reason he gets his name is because he actually creates a graphic novel and people well, not people police call it his blueprint to the murder scene. Let's just put it that way. Well, that's creepy. Yeah. We're just going to blueprint. So did he do the novel before the murder? Yes. Oh my God. So I will um, just get into it. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. So Blake, he was actually a really privileged kid growing up. Like he lived an extremely luxurious life. His father was actually a sailor on the 1979 Olympics team. Oh, damn. Yeah. And uh, his father was also like a really well-known real estate developer. So um, they had a lot of money. Okay, good for them. And his mother was also very well um, equipped with money because she was the daughter of Paul and Leona Chittle. 
and they were the founders of Alrose products. So like her parents owned this really big company. And so she inherited a lot of money too. So this kid, he had it made growing up. Okay. So the family, um, they moved to LA when he was later teenage years, early adult life. And they gave his son, their son, an allowance of $18,000 a month. What? <laughs> That's his allowance? Yes. 18000 a month? Allowance. A month. So basically the boy just was like, never told no. <laughs> yeah. You know, he sounds like it. He literally had, he could, he could buy whatever he wanted. Well, his mother ended up passing away. And when she did, he inherited the majority of her estate as well. And in her estate was the big home that they grew up in, in Forest Hill, which he ended up selling for $5.5 million. Holy crap. So yeah, he, he, he will rich. So Blake was extremely smart too. Um, at an early age, he really started off, you know, developing a, an extremely successful life for himself. He directed a couple of episodes of the cartoon adaption of, um, like, before it came to the big screens, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. What? Yeah. Okay. Another crazy thing that I read was he also helped to run a publishing company that was putting out a comic that was going to be, or not going to be, it was going to partner with uh, Wilmer Valderrama. The one that played Fez, Fez. from that seventy mm-hmm. show. Okay, yeah. So I, I mean, Fez. I know, I know. I was actually watching that seventy show when I went into labor with Tyler. <laughs> Were you? I yes. used to watch that show all the time. It was like midnight, and I was like the only one awake, and I was just up watching that seventy show. Did I hear they were coming out? And I don't know if they already have because I that ninety show. That ninety show. Did they come out with that yet? I don't think it's out yet. I think it's close to coming out. So I follow Red and Kitty on Instagram, <sighs> and. <laughs> They've been posting a lot of stuff about how it's coming out soon because they're in it. Right. Like, they're very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like a spinoff to where like Eric and Donna's kids, like it's. I think so. Like that? I think they come and stay with their grandparents, Red and Kitty. Okay. I'm excited about it. So anyways, I mean, he was, he was successful. He even found a lovely woman in which he ended up marrying and having two sons with. A lovely woman. A lovely woman. <laughs> <laughs> they, they lived in Beverly Hills. But he couldn't stop spending money, even though he was like extremely successful and lived a successful lifestyle. His father had to keep paying his credit card bills. Oh, my God. I don't think so. kid. So first of all, um, you sold your mother's home for five point five million dollars and you got eighteen thousand dollars as a monthly allowance before this. Uh, Yeah, he spent that every month. He didn't have any of that money Mm -hmm. left. So his father was still paying credit card bills for him, which I would have cut him off. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, it ended up causing fights with his wife. So in 2015, they divorced. So shortly after his divorce, he met Yana Cajun. So I'm going to get into a little bit of Yana now. So Yana actually grew up in Ukraine um, until about her late 20s. She studied law in college. And she found a job specializing in tax inspections. I'm guessing that's with the IRS. I don't know. Right. That's what I was thinking. Sounds really boring. (laughs) It does. That sounds like the worst job ever. (laughs) I do not want to look at people's taxes all day. Mm -mm. So she, (laughs) 
She moved to the U.S. in 2014, where she got her student visa. So Yana and her mother were extremely close, even though her mother lived in the Ukraine. She would write letters, emails, text messaging, Mm -hmm. um, all that stuff. So after Yana met Blake, um, she ended up getting pregnant. Getting pregnant? Pregnant. She ended up getting pregnant. So she gave birth to a little baby girl. And because of how close she was with her mother, she asked her mother to come visit and help with the newborn baby. Okay. Well, this is where it kind of gets a little rocky. So they didn't know each other very well. Like they, you know, quickly after they got together, kind of the honeymoon phase of dating, you know, mm-hmm. um, she got pregnant really quick and it was just a really fast relationship for her. Mm-hmm. So Blake ended up getting arrested. Oh, okay. And charged with rape. He did get out on a hundred thousand dollar bail. And when Yana found out that he was arrested for rape mm-hmm. and put in jail and everything, she was disgusted. So she moved out of their apartment that they shared and her and her mother found a rental where her mother would move in with her, even though she was visiting because she didn't have a visa and they were, they were going to figure things out, you know? Right. So her baby's like three weeks old when her mother's here and everything was going Okay. You know, the first week that she was there, even though she was struggling as a single mother. So Yana told her mother that she needed to get some things that were still at Blake's apartment and to talk to him because they shared a daughter. So they needed to figure out, you know, we don't need to talk right now. (laughs) Can you imagine though, like you get in this relationship with this guy and everything moves so fast and then you have this baby and like, right when you have the baby, he gets arrested for rape. Mm -hmm. That's insane. And we would need we go and need a minute before we discuss this. Well, not just that. Um, I feel like if you're gonna, if you want to talk to him or you want to get your stuff or something, you call the police to escort you. Okay. If he's charged, if he gets these charges, it would be super easy for her to get some kind of restraining order type thing to where well, and she I doesn't have to discuss the baby with but him. I, but I don't know how it works when you're living in the U.S. on a visa on a student visa. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, yes, you, you can still get a restraining order, but I just don't know all of the things that she would have to go through for everything. Right. I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what kind of help she can get or clearance she can get or anything like that. So regardless, you can still call the police and have them escort you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately she wanted to hear him out. So she went to his apartment to go and talk to him and find out what was going on with these rape charges and, you know, ask right. him, is this true? Is this not true? She left so hastily, like all this stuff. So Yana's mother agreed, but she got a really bad feeling. I personally would have been like, no, honey, you can go and talk to him, but you, I'm coming with you and we're getting a police escort, but that's not what happened. So Yana left and unfortunately she didn't come home. So she had been gone for two days. Yana's mother kept calling her and texting her, emailing her, everything to get a hold of her. In fact, she even tried to call Blake's apartment and didn't get an answer. So like any scared mother, she called the police and reported her missing. Okay. So I will say that um, Yana's mother was from Ukraine, so she didn't speak English. Mm -hmm. So it was really hard to um, get anybody to go and check on. It was broken 
English. So when she did call, um, one of the things that the dispatch did get to hear was help. And that was about it. Okay. Um, so then, you know, after guiding her through getting all the help they needed to understand what she was needing, the police agreed to go and talk with Blake. I was really worried that you were going to say they realized that she was there without a visa and just ignored her and, and shipped her back. To the they country. didn't. Okay, no, good. they didn't. Good. So she let the police know. The police decided that they were going to go and do a welfare check, basically. Good. So they arrived at Blake's apartment and knocked on the door. Blake answered the door. And he assured them that everything was fine and that Yana was just in the shower, so she couldn't come to the door right now. But she would call her mother as soon as she was out. I'm sorry. No. I, no. What? I know they don't have like a warrant, so they can't go and like wait for her in the apartment. You're just right. Like, oh, that's okay. We'll just wait till she gets out of the shower because we need. No, I know they can't do so, that. But so police did fight with him a little bit and say, you know, hey, let's just check on her. You know, we've got a worried mother. We really just want to see that she's okay. And he was like, I promise you, she's okay. I'm reassuring you, she is in the shower. You can hear the shower behind me. Oh, okay, because um, you can't just turn the shower on. <laughs> fucking right. And he's like, I, I promise as soon as she's out, I'll have her call her. So she, there's no way that she would not answer her mother's calls that's come in town to visit with her and has her baby. Well, police took his word and they left. Oh, that's frustrating. Okay. So, of course, Yana's mother was not going down without a fight. Right. She called the police again when she still hadn't heard from her daughter later that afternoon and mm -hmm. said, I really need somebody to go back out. So the next day on May 26th, 2016, police arrived at Blake's again. So Blake tried to refuse to let them in again and reassured them that Yana was doing just fine, just like he had told them the day before. No, we'd like to speak with her please, sir. So we're not here to talk to you. So the minute that Blake closed the door and locked it, he then ran to his back bedroom and barricaded himself behind the door. Oh, okay. And at this time, the police decided that this sounded really sketch. So they broke the door down. Good. So all the trigger phones. That's trigger so warning. freaking crazy. He's like, She's not here. She's fine. And then slams the door, locks it and runs away. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's basically how it went. <laughs> like okay, a little weasel. Like what the hell? Like that doesn't sound sketch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's not here. She's not here. <laughs> and then, and then you off. like hear his footsteps like running away across the house. Mm -hmm. So there was blood found all throughout the apartment and it led down the halls into the master bedroom. Well, Blake had barricaded himself in this master bedroom with furniture and it was a struggle, but police finally made their way into the room. In the room, they found Blake standing next to his bed where Yana lay dead and mutilated. Oh my God. She was covered with a Mickey Mouse blanket from her daughter's nursery. Oh, and her daughter, Deanna was found next to her body what? unharmed 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 okay first i'm very i was confused because i thought the baby was with the mom while she went to go talk to him she brought the baby with her okay um so yeah so he's just got his newborn baby laying next to her dead mother on the bloody bed yeah what just the laying fuck? right next to her mm, okay so um this is 
this is how bad it got. Um, so Yana's body was taken to the coroner and they stated it was nothing they had ever seen before. Like her right ear was ripped off and her eyebrows on her face had also been taken off. Uh-uh. Her body was also covered with defensive wounds and bruises. And she had a large portion of her scalp that was ripped off to where her skull was even missing. Oh my God. To where her skull was showing? No, like the bone mm-hmm. was like her brain was showing. Oh my God. So the coroner even stated her time of death had shown that she had been alive for at least six hours after enduring these injuries. <gasps> oh, that is terrible. Oh my God. Okay. He, he also stated that this was the, like, this is the best description of her face. So he actually had two people that were brought to him like way long ago, mm-hmm. um, where they were ripped apart by dogs oh. because dogs typically go for like people's heads, which I don't right. know. Although um, I thought, I thought they typically went for like the throat, which is really I, close to the face. Yeah. So, so, um, he said the two people that were brought to him had like both their ears ripped off and, you know, oh portions of their flesh. He said this was equivalent to that. Oh my God. What the hell? So her cause of death was actually listed as exsanguination. For those that don't know what that is, it's when your body is drained of the blood. Oh, I was wondering if you're going to say it was like bleeding out basically. Right. Well, the human body holds an average of five quarts of blood in their body. Mm-hmm. Well, during Yana's autopsy, she had not even a full teaspoon. Oh my blood. God. So like drained, drained, drained your body of blood. That's what it is. So like, even when you die, a dead body doesn't drain that much blood either. Like if you get shot or something, for an example, or stabbed, um, you know, you bleed out, like you're bleeding to death because you lose a lot of blood, mm-hmm. but you do not lose that much blood. You don't lose does, all of the blood. You literally don't like it. Right. It doesn't drain all the way out of your body. That's just not what it does. So yes, her body was literally drained of its blood. What the actual fuck? Yeah. So like he drained it? He drained her body. So it's not not like she lay there and bled to death of her injuries. Like he literally drained her of her blood. He literally drained her of her blood. What the actual fuck? So at the crime scene, police had found pieces of her flesh found in the room and even in the building's trash chute. Did you say her flesh? Pieces of her flesh. They found it in the room that she was in on the bed. Um, and when ser- searching the garbage containers that the grab, good God, when searching the garbage containers where the trash chute goes to, they found quite a few garbage bags that had like pieces of, like little pieces of her body. Oh my um, God. And bloody towels and even one of Blake's shirts. He's such a fucking idiot. So you don't think, <laughs> so you think you can just kill somebody and just and th- throw away the evidence trash and nobody mm-hmm. will think to find it there. Nobody right. will look. Okay. So unfortunately though, her scalp that was missing was, was never found. Oh my God. So nobody could find where he put that. Nobody knows. Okay. So here's where the graphic novelist portion comes into play. Mm-hmm. Blake had written a graphic novel, novel. I cannot talk today. Hard. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> Blake had written a graphic, 
What the oh. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Blake had written a graphic novel. <laughs> oh my god. Which was called Syndrome. Syndrome, okay. Mm-hmm. So on the cover of this novel, which I think we should show pictures of on Instagram, is like, it looks like a baby doll. It's not a baby. I say a baby in my notes, but it's like a baby doll. Okay. Missing like half of its skull. Oh my God. So the novel was about like a mad scientist who wanted to cure evil, but he believed that his brain was like that of a brain of a serial killer. So he was fighting his own serial killer instincts inside of him. So he's like trying to cure himself, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. Okay. So in one scene of the book, he hangs two victims by their ankles and drains them of their blood. Mm. Like he said, one scene and not like one chapter or one. I I don't know why I put scene, (laughs) but it's, yeah, you're right. In a chapter. (laughs) Um, Because graphic novels are like, almost like comic books you know? right right yeah, yeah um so yeah I should have said like chapter I don't know that's why I don't say chapter because it's not like a regular book a book book it's okay in one portion yeah, let me portion. just say portion <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> um another portion from the book was a woman lying naked on a bloody mattress but she didn't have her head oh my god so this is where like the police so Yana wasn't decapitated right but this is where police were like this novel is like a big blueprint of what he did to yana so he drained her of her blood there were portions of her you know school missing Mm -hmm. um she had other bits and pieces of her missing as well like flesh wounds things like that um so this is where the more that they got into this book the more realistic it was played out in this apartment building the hell I know this, that's where I said, um, at the beginning of this podcast, it reminded me of not so much of like heroes, the, the person that, you know, Mm -hmm. he wasn't a bad guy. It makes me think of what show was it? Was it criminal minds when Frankie Muniz was the like writer? It, uh, yes. So Frankie Muniz was a writer, but there was also another criminal minds episode where there was also an artist that used blood. Maybe he was an artist. With. He was an artist, right? But that wasn't Frankie. This right. was a different guy. That right. was the guy that played on the butterfly effect, the teenager. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, I, I can't think, think of it was name. Ashton Kutcher from the the teenager. I don't remember the teenager, but the also that, back to that 70s show, Ashton Kutcher, right? I know. <laughs> but that but the teenager that played in Butterfly was like the younger version of Ashley. Right, whatever, I don't you know who that is. But Anyways, okay. um, he was on an episode of Criminal Minds where he painted with victim's blood. It's not cool, dude. But he couldn't cool. get, he couldn't get art galleries to buy it because it was, it was cre- creepy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyways. Well, I feel um, like we always somehow come back to Criminal Minds. We really do. Like, I swear. <laughs> anyways. Um, so when he was brought into court, because obviously he was arrested. Right. Yes, that um, happened. <laughs> when he was brought into court, he was wearing a sleeveless padded suicide jacket. And when the judge asked him how he pled, he pled not guilty. Not guilty. Okay. So his lawyer actually fought to have him tested as like not mentally competent to stand trial. Mm-hmm. And so he had a psych evaluation done 
and it was ruled that he was absolutely competent. Right. Um, in fact, if, which is another picture we'll show on the Instagram, his uh, arrest mugshot, he's smiling. It's like really yeah. creepy. I just get this whole like smug mm-hmm. entitled little rich piece he, of shit. That's exactly vibe. how I view him too. Like yeah. this is just awful. And if you saw, um, which I mean, we'll show pictures of her, but when you see pictures of Yana, she is a hundred thousand kajillion percent out of his league. Like she is a beautiful woman Mm. who did not deserve any of this. So his trial was now scheduled for 2018. So, you know, this happened in 2016, he was arrested and trials take a while. So during (laughs) that, they do. (laughs) (laughs) So during his trial, extremely graphic photographs were shown of the crime scene such as the bloody drapes, the headboard, the lamp, all that were located in the bedroom and pieces of flesh in the bed next to her body of her own flesh. Mm. And they also showed pictures of her where her scalp was missing, her eyebrows were missing and her right ear. Mm. And they shared these pictures with the jury. And they also let the jury know that she was still alive while these actions were inflicted on her. Yeah. So her mother spoke at the trial, like she gave an impact statement. Mm -hmm. She didn't speak English well or anything. So it was translated. So I'm going to read a little portion of that. And this is so heartbreaking. Um, So she said, there are no words to express the pain and despair in my heart. I never thought that one day my life would be so broken. He took away the most precious thing that a baby could have. This monster ruined our lives. He ruined the lives of his family the lives of his own sons and the lives of his newborn daughter who looks like him, like a spitting copy. Mm, That's sad. I know. So also, because I didn't note this, um, her daughter was taken to live with her family back in Ukraine during the trial. Yeah. Just so everybody is aware. Like I was wondering where she went. I, yeah, I didn't note it earlier. So I wanted to make sure everyone knew um, she was safe and she was in, you know, She's her with her family. family's yeah. care. Good. So it did take the trial, the trial. It took the jury. Oh, okay. <laughs> it took the jury 90 minutes to decide Blake was found guilty to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Now like the reason it took 90 I was, minutes. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like it took one minute and then they ate lunch for. Well, I was going to say <laughs> the reason it took 90 minutes was because, um, there were several charges that they, that he was, um, has, being charged with. Yeah. Cause it wasn't just, um, murder. He was also being charged for mutilation. He was charged right. for like several different things and they were, they were deliberating on it all, but they were also trying to figure out, you know, I find him guilty, but I, I mean, it, it's more complex than that because there was a death, it's a death penalty state. So he did get he was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Um, so he, like, he didn't get the death penalty. Right. So the judge stated that this case was unusual due to the savagery, the defendant's profound brutality, and his inconceivable cruelty. But he didn't get the death penalty because they hadn't given anybody a death penalty in, like, in a decade. And he didn't have a prior criminal record except the rape he was accused of, but pardoned from. Oh, he was pardoned from that? Yeah. Um, did it have something to do with his, his money? Money, right. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So that's why he didn't get the death penalty. He didn't have a, like a long outstanding criminal record or anything either. Okay. In February of 2019, the judge ordered Blake to pay the family of Yana $42 million. Good. So, um, Blake is still serving his life sentence at the California Correctional Institution and baby Diana is under her grandmother and aunt's care, living a happy life. And she's almost six now. Oh, well, I'm glad she's well taken care of and with her family and living a happy life. Yes. So that is the crazy and disgusting case. Like what the, I don't even understand. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. wow. Like, I just don't understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Like, there's no reasoning. There was literally no reason. I was going to say, there's no motive at all. Like, there's None. nothing. She didn't do anything wrong, um, unless you count her leaving because he raped somebody. Right, which is <laughs> not wrong. Anybody would do that. Ex- like, I mean, right? What the um, fuck? So, yeah, there was, there was no reasoning. That's why people think, and I keep saying people, but, like, police, investigators, everybody thinks that his graphic novel was a blueprint and that he was talking about himself like he had these thoughts in his own head killing somebody and and her leaving with their newborn baby was just the trigger that you know made him go crazy and actually take action to it rather than write about it so yeah it's a it's an extremely sad case it's crazy 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 it is it is all right. Well, follow us on all the stuff. Yeah. Follow us on all the stuff. You can find it at serialholicsisters.com. Yep. What she said. What I said. <laughs> we still, after how many episodes, we still don't know how to end this. Like we never, like... <laughs> we've been doing this for literally almost two years and, and we're still just as awkward as ever. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's no fine. Deal. All right. Cool. Well, cool. Okay, well, you want to be more awkward? awkward. (laughs) Okay, Okay, bye. bye. We've gotten a lot of rain, so it's kind of ruining my plants. And it's it's kind of really bumming me out because they were doing so good. (laughs) Last year, you were talking about your prize-winning broccoli. Oh my God. They, and that's what, that's, what's killing me right now. I'm pretty sure that with all the rain that we've been getting, it's like drowning them. So they're not as full as they were. And they're still too, it's still too early to like harvest them. Do you think our vegetable talk bores people? Uh, probably. <laughs> this is not a gardening podcast. It's not. <laughs> I just get so excited every, every year. Oh my God. Something weird popped up on my computer. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> He ended up marrying and having two sons with. Let me, I'm going to restart that. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> hey, little dog. But he couldn't stop. Did you hear that? Mm-mm. My computer went. Bloom. Oh, I didn't hear that. How do I pronounce this? I, I want you to take this out. Okay. I don't know what it is yet, so I can't tell you. I don't want to, I don't want to laugh too much though. So. Oh my God, whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know I'm annoying. Okay. I'm going to take this part out. <laughs> <laughs>